How do you increase profit on Amazon? My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of my Amazon guy. And in this video, I'm going to answer that question. I've got seven tips I'm going to share today on how you can increase your profit on Amazon. The first tip is increase your top line. Now, I'm a marketer, so I always think about growth. And if you ask me the question on a scale of one to 10, what my number was, one being profit at the cost of growth and 10 being growth at the cost of profit, I'm probably going to structurally answer with a growth number. And many of you watching this video are probably struggling with profit, so you're wondering, why is he starting with growth? Well, simply put, your fixed costs are easier to eat and bear when your turning velocity, the churn of your units, is up. As case in point, your IPI score at Amazon is also factor-based on churn, uh, the number of units that go through the system, as well as how quickly they go through the system. So that's why my number one tip to increasing profit is to increase the velocity and the number of units that you're selling. Your fixed costs could include uh, warehousing, FBA fees, uh, the simple order or the container out of China, uh, the COGS, as well as employee fees or agency fees and many, many other factors. So fixed costs can definitely be way more controllable if the overall uh, amount of revenue you're bringing in is under control or higher. The second tip I'll give you is to lower your ad costs. Now, many of you have a particular ACOS or TACOS that you've settled on. ACOS is typically what a lot of people look at for their PPC, but TACOS is generally a better metric in terms of the overall health of an account. So right now in 2023, I generally recommend that most categories are between 12 and 15% TACOS. Some categories, it is impossible to get within that uh, window. For example, if you're in grocery and you're running a 15% tacos, you probably are running a net loss. That's because grocery has way less than a 15% margin to begin with. Other categories would struggle and be very happy with a 15% tacos and are well above that. Supplements comes to mind. Frequently, you have to advertise quite a bit to even get a supplement off the ground. But no matter what your category is, if you lower that tacos one, two, three points, that is an immediate percentage point on your bottom line. So it has to be on this list. Now, advertising costs have been going up, and that's because it's effective. The more you advertise, the higher velocity you're going to have, which is also why I put this as the second tip and not the first, because I'd rather grow by increasing my PPC spend. But at the end of the day, there is always some wasted PPC spend somewhere. So you have to find it, go in, attack, and kill it. One of the best ways to lower your ad cost is by adding negations. Negations are keywords that you don't want to advertise on, and you're going to want to check out this video next on how to add negations to your advertising campaigns. Uh, it's way overlooked. It's super simple. You could do five minutes of negations today and save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. The second best way on advertising reduction is to lower your bids. Uh, you could have the same campaign budget of $100 on a campaign, but get more clicks by simply lowering your bids. Now, there is a return um, in, of investment that will cap out a diminishing return if you were at some point. Uh, but if you find that happy medium, maybe 
uh, you've been averaging 0.67 on a click, 67 cents a click, and you lowered your bid down to 45 cents and you still spent that full budget, that's a pretty good sign that if you lower your bid, you're gonna get more sales, which will then lower your ACOS, which will then lower your tacos, therefore improving your margins. So those are a couple quick tips on how to lower your advertising costs. You could also lower budgets overall. You could simply pause some really bad campaigns. You could also say, hey, you know what? Steven is a big proponent of advertising every product all the time, but in my case, it's not a good fit, and I'm going to go ahead and turn off advertising entirely for this one select product. Um, Also, one of the other things you can do um, is to raise your product prices, which is tip number three. So if you raise your prices, that is the most commonly misunderstood, uh, most forgotten e-commerce technique. But in e-commerce, you can do four things. Sell more products to more people more often for more money. And that more money one is tip number three today, and that is to raise your prices. This is especially true in Q4 when conversion rates are higher. You absolutely want to raise your prices to take advantage of profit, and it's the best time to do so. Uh, We're also in a hyperinflationary period right now. That nice good old Federal Reserve, thank God bless those government agency workers who make our lives so much better by increasing inflation and mucking up the money supply by quantitative easing and other monetary policies. I love them so, so much. I hope they always do what they're doing and never stop. The consequence of that, of course, is inflation. And the government says that the inflation rate is 8 or 9% on an annual basis, which is a flat lie. It's more like 27% right now. Triple whatever the government says. They are always 1984-ing us, I swear. But nonetheless, you have a mechanism. This is super easy to do. It does have lots of consequences. You do need to be very careful about this and how you do it, but raise your prices. Do not raise your prices 25% overnight, though, and expect good results. You'll probably have really bad results. Instead, raise your prices 1% every week until you find the parity that you're looking for. By small incremental changes, you will find a much happier time with the search algorithm on Amazon. Tip number four, reduce the size of your items on Amazon. This one's going to sound weird to a few of you, but what it means is the packaging. There is extra space inside of the packaging. Steve Jobs is famous for throwing an iPhone in a fish tank and seeing bubbles come out of it and basically telling his engineers there is more space to remove. I am a frequent component of this. I very much relate to Steve Jobs on this topic. Uh, And generally speaking, I'm yelling at my IT teams to reduce the pixel space on forms and surveys and making sure certain things are above the fold and don't make me scroll and don't use drop down menus. They suck. You always want to have radio buttons. And I have a lot of random quirks like that. Uh, But nonetheless, if we're talking about physical packaging, you need to make sure you get this correct. If you can shave an inch off your package, you might be saving 11% in FBA fees. It sounds nuts, but it's true. Uh, I've done it. You're going to want to check out this guide specifically to go in depth on this one, but you can reduce your fees by 11%. Check out that video right there. We also made an Amazon FBA calculator. You can head on over to my Amazon guide to check this out, which will tell you how you can get your results. We'll email them over to you. Uh, We show you the math on length, width, height to figure out how to divide all that to lower down your FBA fees. I also have help files linked right here for your convenience on how Amazon calculates its FBA fees, how to manage your inventory health report, and in-stock head start. So a lot of cool stuff there. 
check out that guide next. But the long and the short is, if you can just simply reduce the space that your package takes, you will pay less in FBA fees, and that's more profit directly into your pocket. Tip number five, utilize third parties to do your FBA and sell wholesale to them so you don't pay those FBA fees. Now, this is probably my least favorite tip, I'm going to be honest, because I think it's crazy to delegate your Amazon responsibilities to a third party, specifically off of your account. Now, if you're using an agency like Mag, I'm going to be biased and say, yeah, use this inside of your own account. But the second that you start sending your inventory through a distribution network to somebody else who loads your data to somebody else's account, mm, be, be prepared for data issues. But there's going to be some guy listening to this that's more familiar with wholesale. Maybe they've always been wholesale for 25 years, long before Amazon came about. And to that gentleman, sir, you are better off using a third-party partner to navigate Amazon or hiring an agency to help you navigate it. But no matter how you slice it, if you want to avoid FBA fees, this is a quick and dirty one, but it has lots of consequences. I don't recommend it, but it made my list because it is a good fit for the 1% or 2% of people out there. Uh, to get out of fees and improve your margins. Tip number six, launch new, more profitable products. Maybe that gigantic item that you sell is a clunker and it only has a net margin after all is said and done of five or 10%. And this inflation is too hard and you can't raise the price because the Chinese are undercutting you and it's a problem. So what should you do? Launch a new product. Obviously it costs more money to launch new products, but if you want to reduce your overall fees and protect your future, you need to launch new products all the time anyway. So just be careful about the next product you choose. Maybe you got to go to a new category. Stick to what you know. I am a big proponent of that. Uh, always stick to items that you understand and can articulate the marketing value props to. But at the end of the day, if you have to experiment and get into something new because you are in a space that has high FBA fees, maybe launching a new profitable product uh, maybe in a space without the Chinese hackers and the bull crap you have to deal with there, um, or it's in a more niche. The riches are in the niches. So launch new products that are more profitable. And finally, our seventh tip today is launch products together, i.e. bundle them. And that means uh, you're going to have the same old products that you currently sell combining them together, or combining an old product with a new product. No matter how you slice it, bundling products is something that has been done long, long time on Amazon, and you got to be doing this. Uh, this will increase your AOV. The, the shipping cost of bundling together products in the same box may be nominal, and you may make an extra 10, 15, 20 points by simply shipping two random objects three random objects and putting them together. Additionally, if you sell a normal kit of an item in onesie, twosie, threesies, by making a kit of five, 10, 15, 25 of the same units, whether you sell oatmeal or something else, you will find increased margins because when you sell more of the same product to the same customer, your AOV goes up and so do your margins. It's just basic rudimentary math. So those are my tips today. I have lots of other guides you should check out with more in-depth information on some of these tips. Check out these videos here. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy, and you should always consider hiring us for a coaching call. Check us out at myamazonguy.com coaching.